Well, hi, everybody. It's Joe Chaffee, 5.30 p.m. <clears throat> Eastern Time. So let's get, go over what's going on with Hurricane uh, Isaias, which is moving through the Bahamas. So you can see it here on the lower right of our uh, satellite loop. Uh, fairly well-defined, a pretty decent-looking signature. It's trying to become better organized. And it is responding to, if you've been watching these videos the last couple of days, we've been talking about this uh, upper trough that is dropping down into the lower and middle Mississippi Valley. And it is part of the equation here for taking Isaias and tracking it uh, up the East Coast. And it looks like, based on what's happening, how these systems interact, remember we also have this upper high that's out in the Atlantic that's uh, it's rotate, it's moving around the periphery of that upper high. And then there's yet another trough that's going to come down and uh, join this one and kind of phase with it. And when that happens, uh, we're going to get that uh, strong south-southwest flow along the East Coast. And the key all along has been the timing of all these features, all these different puzzle pieces uh, and gears uh, changing uh, size and shape uh, and uh, how they come together. And it's looking like this is going to move up the coast in some places it'll be offshore in some places it will be onshore i'm thinking it'll be onshore for a time in eastern florida then offshore off the uh, georgia and south carolina coast only to go back onshore into north carolina then back out around chesapeake bay and delaware bay and then perhaps going north to about new york city and then heading up into Connecticut. I think this is going to take a track that's probably going to be close to what Tropical Storm Faye did in terms of the track. Now, whether the outcomes are going to be the same remains to be seen. For much of the area with Faye, it was heavy rains from mainly New Jersey, New York City, and the, and the Hudson Valley West, with not really all that much in the way of rain or very little rain and only a little bit of wind, a bit of wind uh, to the east. That was uh, not a strong tropical storm. This, I think, is either going to be, I, I think the the odds to me favor that when it gets here, it'll be a strong trop, tropical storm. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning away from the idea of it being a hurricane, if only because of the fact that if we're talking about a system that tracks just right along the immediate coast, sort of half out and half in, that uh, you might wind up seeing it uh, a bit weaker rather than uh, a minimal hurricane, that it would be a, a tropical storm. Now, if it's a little further offshore by a handful of miles, then it could be a bit of a different story. And, and I think the key to, those, uh, to that is going to be how much strengthening does uh, this storm uh, do over the Bahamas and as it approaches Florida, because uh, the strength of the storm impacts the final track. The stronger the storms get as they're moving northward, they usually move a little bit more to the right. So this, in this instance, our weather models have been actually shifting to the left. And these are today's hurricane tracking models. And you'll notice, you think back to yesterday, uh, they were mostly offshore, but not by much. And they've been shifting back little by little to the west. And now it looks like we've got half the model runs onshore and half offshore. Uh, a number of them bring it inland into Florida or right along the immediate coast. Then they bring it back out over the coastal waters, back in 
somewhere in north of Myrtle Beach to about Wilmington in North Carolina, and then back out over Chesapeake Bay to Delaware Bay. A few of them swing it east of the New Jersey coast to about eastern Long Island, and then a few of them take a track uh, just to the west. And when the storms that do come up, if they're moving, they're not going to, and they're inland, they're not going to weaken very much because half of the circulation is going to be over the uh, open waters of the Atlantic. And uh, that uh, keeps them, um, that, that, that helps them to hold on to some of the strength that they have. And plus, we also have this upper trough that's in, to our west that's going to complicate things. Uh, it might uh, give it a little bit of a, a little extra juice as, as the system is moving up the coast. The GFS model, this is the uh, the uh, GEFs, the GFS ensemble forecasts, and uh, the different members of that uh, ensemble. And here, too, the adjustment has been to the left, uh, moving just inland from over Florida, back out uh, offshore uh, Georgia and South Carolina, then back in in North Carolina, and then on up. Uh, the mean track is actually... Uh, from about Philadelphia to Trenton to just north and west of New York City to just, just north and west of Hartford to just north and west of, Bo of Boston. So it's a very interesting uh, setup here on the ensemble. So here's uh, what it looks like on today's, uh, tw uh, this, this morning's model run of the GFS. And uh, the center comes across the, uh, across the Florida coast. This is uh, sometime Saturday night, early Sunday morning. I want you to notice how small this is, okay, in terms of what you're seeing as far as rain is concerned. This is not a big system. Back out east of Jacksonville, east of Savannah, and then sometime Monday afternoon, uh, another landfall near Myrtle Beach through eastern North Carolina. This is Monday evening, and at this point, if the GFS is right, there's some rain that's kind of shooting up there ahead of it uh, by Monday night. And uh, back over Chesapeake Bay, this is at 2 a.m. on Tuesday, 8 a.m. Tuesday, just south and east of New York City, with uh, heavy rains over Long Island and southern New England. At this point, the rain is done. Central and southern New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, uh, southeastern Pennsylvania, all done. And also, by the way, notice the western edge of this in terms of the rainfall. You just go right into easternmost Pennsylvania, and once you get uh, a little bit further to the west, uh, of uh, maybe to I-81, and I'm pushing it there, uh, It's got, it's done, there's nothing going on. So you're going to have to be in this very, very tight zone along the coastal plain to get something out of this because of the small nature of the system. And then by Tuesday afternoon, 2 o'clock, it's right over Cape Cod, and by uh, 8, 8 p.m. on Tuesday, it is in the Gulf of Maine and moving over Nova Scotia and weakening. Timing is still an issue here because the uh, European is um, slower. It's decidedly slower by uh, a good 18 hours. So it has it moving on land near north of Miami uh, and Fort Lauderdale, but not by much, uh, at uh, Sunday morning, 8 a.m., uh, actually carries it inland uh, and uh, keeps it inland it goes over or just west of jacksonville and then it's west of myrtle beach wilmington by tuesday morning so it's a it, it's a lot slower the gfs has it as i remember it just showed you up near new york city it's getting ready to leave tuesday morning if that's the case and the european is uh, much slower tuesday morning and by wednesday morning 
It is in Eastern Connecticut. So the Europeans suggest that it's Tuesday during the day that we deal with rain and wind. And with this inland track, I just don't know how much we're going to get in terms of wind issues. If this is correct, uh, where you get mostly an inland track all, all the way up, it may just wind up being more rain than anything else and not uh, nothing that you couldn't handle as far as the wind is concerned. So we, we've got still a lot of details to work out. I'm, I'm feeling from what I saw today that there is reason to believe that things are going to work out where they're manageable. I kind of hesitate to say that uh, because I want to just just wait a bit. Uh, I, the, my, my, my primary concern right now is the fact that uh, conditions are favorable for strengthening at least into tomorrow uh, as it moves through the Bahamas and heads towards South Florida. So I really want to see how strong this gets before landfall, because as I said, that impacts, uh, that is going to impact uh, the, uh, the, the the modeling going forward. If we have a stronger storm, uh, stronger storms tend to, uh, as, as they move further north, they tend to uh, react to the winds, the steering winds at the higher levels of the atmosphere rather than the lower levels. And that has a tendency to turn them a bit more to the right or a bit further to the east. So it is a um, you know it is a, a concern from the standpoint of the forecast uh, when um, when dealing with this uh, when trying to figure out just exactly what the track is going to going to be. Uh, I, I've got a, a simulated satellite on the GFS, and and you also this is another thing when you look at this on the on, on the simulated satellite uh, as as it, as it does look somewhat impressive now, but going forward. The impact of some shear that is supposed to be uh, there in the in the Southwest Atlantic, and you start to see a little bit of weakening here as it heads up the Florida coast. Now the center is inland. There's very little going on inland. Most of the heavy rains and squalls are offshore. This is as far as we have from the uh, the new run, uh, which is um, which is just coming out now. I'm just going to back it up. Uh, one more, so we could take a look here on the uh, on the old run and follow it along. This is uh, Monday at uh, 9 a.m. Uh, this is at uh, 3 p.m. You see that big ball moving into North Carolina uh, Monday night, uh, lifting up along the coast and then moving by by Tuesday morning, 9 a.m. It's mostly done from New York City south and getting ready to end across southern New England uh, by uh, early Tuesday, by uh, Tuesday mid-afternoon, it's long gone. Uh, I do want to show you, at least from the standpoint of what the upper air looks like here, because we've been uh, trying to um, stay on top of this as far as the, uh, the, the uh, drivers are concerned in the upper atmosphere, and uh, they seem to still be coming together as advertised. Uh, you have you have the upper high that is off the east coast. You have this uh, the trough that is dropping down. We showed you on the satellite. You look at the uh, the satellite loop tonight. Uh, you see that swirl that's in the middle Mississippi Valley. That is uh, this system here that is uh, dropping down. Just let me clean that up for you. Right in here, that's that trough and. Of course, we have a short wave here that's uh, carrying through the northeast. There's another one behind it in Canada, up near uh, north of Lake Winnipeg, that's dropping down. 
And this is where it makes this sort of full latitude trough come Sunday. Here's your tropical system getting caught in all this and then being drawn north, northeastward up the coast as the trough uh, starts to swing around and it lifts right up and then moves away. And it looks like, you know, it's all about timing. And it does seem like the upper air has timed out in such a way that it does bring the system up uh, the East Coast. That part of the equation uh, hasn't really changed. So we feel fairly confident uh, as far as, um, uh, as uh, how this is going to play out. Let me just emphasize no weather issues tomorrow, major weather issues. It's going to be a humid weekend, particularly Sunday, because we'll be priming the atmosphere uh, with tropical air. Uh, to get ready for the system to move up the coast. And there is the risk maybe for a couple of scattered showers or storms tomorrow, and maybe a better chance for storms on Sunday. The Storm Prediction Center has marginal risk for much of the northern mid-Atlantic states of southern New England, and we're going to go over that tonight on uh, on the Joe and Joe show uh, coming up at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, I, I, let's go back and um, just take a look really quickly at what's, what the Hurricane Center is doing with all of this. Uh, the Hurricane Center has been struggling with the timing issues as well. And as far as landfalls are concerned uh, and the arrival of gales, 2 p.m. on a Saturday in South Florida, uh, by uh, 8 a.m. Sunday morning, uh, gales in North Florida, by 8 p.m. On, on, on Monday, actually 8 a.m. Monday in South Carolina, uh, near Myrtle Beach, and then by 8 p.m. on Monday, you see the uh, gales reaching up uh, further north, uh, east into North Carolina, and by 2 a.m., uh, with the center just east of Cape May, gales reaching, uh, at that point, the arrival of gales uh, will be around 8 a.m. Tuesday in southern New Jersey and 8 p.m. in southeastern New England. So the the uh, uh, the hurricane center's forecast is decidedly slower than the uh, the GFS. Uh, it's closer to the Europeans' timing, and it would suggest that during the day Tuesday, uh, would into, th into Tuesday evening, would be uh, the prime time for for Isaias. And uh, the GFS is saying no, no, it'll be more Monday night into Tuesday morning. And it looks like the GFS has gotten a little slower with every run, so. Maybe it's just paying, playing a little bit of catch up, um, but a lot's going to depend on this as it slows down. It's at 22.6 and 75.7 uh, west, which is about a little over 350 miles southeast of Miami. It's moving through the Bahamas right now. All the red is hurricane warnings, and we've got hurricane warnings up uh, for uh, southern Florida from Deerfield Beach on up to the uh, uh, Volusia uh, Brevard, uh, Brevard County line. And uh, the, as we go through the day tomorrow, we'll probably see tropical storm watches and warnings getting extended further north, and maybe even some hurricane warnings getting extended further north, depending on how strong this gets. And uh, just uh, one last check here. I can see, do we have a reconnaissance aircraft there? There was one on its way. And we'll take another look here. Let's see if there's one there yet. Mission 10 is there. We do have the big few observations starting to come in, but not enough yet. So tonight on, on the Joe and Joe Weather Show, which starts at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, 
the uh, podcast for that will be uh, on uh, after the show is done by about an hour. So figure around nine o'clock Eastern time. So we should have more information from the reconnaissance aircraft by then. All right, folks, have a great evening. Hopefully we'll see you on the show. Um, hoping to get Bill Goodman on. Uh, we might have Jeff Banson on from News 12. Bill Goodman from the National Weather Service uh, in Upton on Long Island, which covers the New York City uh, tri-state forecast area. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think he's going to be on with us tonight, fingers crossed. All right, we'll see you later.